0: We. Are. We. Are.
1: We are are Cultivate. 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 Cultivate.
0: Cultivate. We are Cultivate. Hi everyone, this is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of a Spooky Tales, the podcast where we tell you about spooky stories, haunted places, things like that with a focus on Latin America. And today we are bringing you cases from La Mano Peluda. We've talked about it before, but it's that Mexican radio show where people call in and share their spooky stories and it is pretty spooky. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we, we each have one uh one case from La Mano Peluda mm-hmm. and I forgot to get a listener story ready, so I will not be sharing a listener story today because I didn't prepare one.
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's good. I think it might be a pretty long with your case. It might be a pretty long episode. Yeah, mine.
0: Mine is a little long. Mine is el caso de Cesar. I will say I I don't know the original date of the phone call. I tried to find out, but it's hard to find these things. So the way that they're shared now, you can find a lot of the episodes. It's like a, it's a podcast now by Radio Formula, uh-huh. um, and it's just La Mano Peluda. So um, I listen to, to it on Spotify, but it doesn't have the original dates of any of the phone calls.
1: Because the same thing with mine, I tried to look for it. All I could get was the, the person's full name. Like, I came across so many stories. Some of them, their names were cut off. Or, like, they were, like, re and for whatever reason, it didn't say their name. And I was like, well, I can't choose you because I don't know who the hell is even talking. You are. Whose story is (laughs) this?
0: Exactly.
1: But I found one. Like, I literally went through, like, 10 episodes of Ramon Peluda looking for a story (laughs) because it would either be cut off or it would be, like, a continuation of another story from, Mm -hmm. like, a previous call. And I was like, whose story is this?
0: (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it's very hard to see, to figure out when all these happen. For mine, Juan Ramon Sainz is still the host. Mm Mm-hmm and he stopped being the host like when was it around 2010 or something so yeah i don't know when mine happened i just know juan ramon signs was still alive he was still the host of the show and uh mj you said yours was shorter right
1: yeah mine was shorter
0: okay oh before you start though um a reminder no listener story today because i forgot to get one ready but if you have a story that you want us to read on the podcast you can email us spookytales at gmail.com or DM us on any of our socials. We love receiving them, but I just forgot to get one ready for those episodes. So yeah, send them in, please. I am ready for your story.
1: This one is called El Relato de Profesor Luis Ángel Martínez Rivera. This story takes place a month before Luis calls La Mano Peluda. And one day, Luis was at the plaza, and he ran into an old friend from college. His name was Edgar... And even though they studied different careers, they met because one of his friends was Edgar's girlfriend. And he was just shopping that day and he ran into him and Edgar asked him, how are you doing? What's up? What's going on? Catching up as friends. Luis asked Edgar, hey, what are you up to? He goes on to say that things are a little bit difficult because, you know, there's not enough work, not enough cases for him to work on. And Luis replies, oh, I understand. I am I myself, I'm not doing great, but I'm not doing bad either. Edgar then continues to invite Luis over to his apartment that he just bought to have breakfast. So the two men go and stop at a Walmart and wait, do wait, a little wait, bit wait, of wait, shopping. Wait,
0: wait, 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 Where are they
1: located? In Coacalco. They have a Walmart there.
0: Well, Guadalajara doesn't have a Walmart, what the heck? <laughs> or nothing I know of. I don't
1: know. Who has a Walmart? I think it's like Rosarito or something that has a Walmart oh, too. Oh, okay. They're not common, yeah. Luis starts noticing that his friend is acting a bit strange, a little weird. He seems to be in a hurry, like he left something at his house and he needs to attend to. So, you know, they go to the cashier and they're headed out to pay and the machine runs out of bank. And Edgar tells the cashier, can we hurry up? Yeah, I'm in, in a bit of a rush. Uh, the cashier replies, you know, I have to like wait for the machine to get ink so I can print out the receipt. So they pay and they wait. And finally, they're able to go to his apartment. And his apartment was small but pretty. And they ended up having breakfast. Luis noticed. What did it, they
0: eat for breakfast? No. <laughs> it,
1: it didn't, it didn't Sorry, stay. go on. <laughs> but I hope it was some huevos well, con weenies because that sounds like Right? Snack.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Luis noticed that there was a lot of things that were weird. I mean, aside from his behavior, he parked his car somewhere else other than the driveway. Edgar told him, I'm going to leave my car two blocks down the street so I don't annoy my neighbors. After breakfast, Edgar drops him off at the metro and he asks for Luis's number, but numbers were never exchanged.
0: What? How did he dodge giving him his number?
1: like I guess because because uh, uh, um, Edgar was driving him at the metro to the metro, and he okay. was like, "Hey, you should give me your number." But you know, like, oh,
0: I see. No, okay, I get it now. That is totally. They they were like, "Yeah, we should share. We should friend each other or share." Like, let's yeah. And
1: it's like, well, I'm kind of driving, <laughs> but so they never. Yeah,
0: but they never did it. Okay.
1: Um and. <laughs> Luis got home and then he talks to one of his friends from college and he's like, who do you think I ran into this morning? And he tells her I ran into Edgar from university and he's having a hard time. So he's like basically telling me, like, you know, what Edgar told Luis, like, it's hard to find work, this and that. And then she's taking a little bit aback, like she tells Luis, Edgar from university died two months ago oh
0: my god i was not expecting this yes. what i was what okay i was wondering where the story was going i was like where's is, what is scary about this where is this going
1: and Luis holy tells shit her, there's no way i just saw him i think you're confusing which edgar i'm talking about i'm talking about edgar yvette's boyfriend and in- Luis doesn't believe it. He's telling his friend, I saw him. I went to his house. I had breakfast with him. He gave me a ride and all this. And she's like, listen, he died two months ago. And Luis asks, how did he die? And she goes on to tell him uh, he died of a gunshot wound as he was being mugged and didn't want to give up his belongings. Luis goes on to tell her that, must have been, that he must have survived and didn't die. He just went to the ICU. But he did some digging and it, turn, it turns out he did, in fact, die two months ago. Like he, wow. he found like records and all this stuff and talked to to his friends. And Oh my god. And uh Luis goes on to say that Edgar looked like a regular human being. He was solid. He didn't feel anything, you know, like weird. Like there was nothing weird about his presence. He, he mm-hmm. felt like a solid human being. I mean, they mm-hmm. ate.
0: Yeah, they lit- they had a meal. They had a meal. They had sautéed Weenies.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so you know, he's like, there's nothing abnormal aside from his like weird behavior, like him being in a rush and him being like secretive of where he parked his car. And he goes on to say that this event marked him and made him feel sad and scared and so many other emotions. Louise thinks wow. that he wa- he wanted to say something or wanted to get a message out, but he never got to it. That was weird. Can you imagine like you have a whole meal with a dead person two months after they died?
0: How how do you recover from that?
1: I don't know. Like, I don't even know, like in his situation, how I would feel. And it's like, bro, what do you mean? He died two months ago. I just had breakfast with him this morning. We had a whole talk. I was in his car. He drove me here. Like, what are you talking about?
0: I would, I, I would also be wondering, like, why me? You know, like, yeah. why would he show himself to me yeah. two months later? Like, we weren't even that close. I don't know yes. if they were close, you know. Well, but. They, well, they
1: were like, they were like really close in college, and then like once they graduated, they kind of like work okay. got in the way. But they were like really good friends, and I don't know. I, I'd be kind of scared though, like honestly, or, or, it, you know, a lot of people think that like ghosts are like. Um, They're not ghosts, but you're looking into the past or you're having a bleed Mm, effect from the past into the present. So maybe have like a weird time jump or something. I don't know. Something, right? That would have been freaking. I would have been scared. I would have been terrified. Wow. Yeah. I would have been like, you know, doctor, maybe I should be like seeing a psychologist because I don't know what the hell I experienced. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was like it wasn't scary, but it was like very weird.
0: And it it was
1: it was scary it took for him. a turn.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: scary for him.
0: <laughs> not for us, but for him who experienced it. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Was well, that is that your story? Yeah, that's my story. Wow. It was short but impactful. Yeah. I like it.
1: <laughs> it had it had a like the twist. I did not see that coming when I was listening to the story. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> You're, oh, I wonder if you were like me, like where is this going? Where is yeah, the scary I was like, part? This,
1: and he's like. But I found out that he died two months ago. And I was like, oh. And
0: he was dead all along. I
1: was like, that is a plot twist.
0: (laughs) Wow. Um, Okay, so uh, strap yourselves in. Mine is a little longer. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the story of Cesar. And I am going to be telling the first part from, like, his point of view. Like, I, you know, first Mm -hmm. person or whatever, um, bring out your English 101 (laughs) (laughs) so and then after that when i'll let you know when i switch out of first person (laughs) and and then tell the rest of the story as it's happening so just a you know quick reminder people call la mano peluda and tell juan ramon sanz about their experience and so um this first part i'm going to be reading it if cesar was telling it i've translated it from spanish to english and so here it goes And again, I don't know when this took place. (laughs) No one else. The original dates are not (laughs) anywhere. I can't find them. Unless you heard... If you heard this on the radio, let us know when. Like, some people did. I didn't. Okay, so here it goes. The experience I'm going to tell you about happened around 10 years ago. I was working as a sacristan. Um, Did I say that right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's an sacristan. The, like, people who work in the church. They're not altar boys. They're like adults that work in the church. They do the cleaning. The I
1: think you said right? it. Church shit. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Me neither. I had to Google it. Back to the story. I was working as a sacristan. Well, you know that when you're young, you're naturally drawn to the occult, and well, I was no different. One day, I was playing with the Ouija board with some friends, and well, we were dumb and disrespectful. We made fun of it. We cursed it, and we even broke it. We didn't believe in any of it. I went to work the next day. I did my cleaning, and when I finished, I went to lunch. As I was eating, I began hearing screams, very loud screams, like from a horror movie, like from The Exorcist. I ran to the church, went inside, and I saw a man dragging a woman inside. I tried to help the man carry her, and that was when he informed me that she was possessed. We tried to position her on the first bench in the church, and that's when the priest arrived. We tried to get her to wake up, to react, but when she came to, she began trying to choke the priest. She actually succeeded, and, and the priest fainted. Oh. She then looked at me, she pushed me, and climbed onto the altar, and she started pushing all the candles over. She began trying to knock over a crucifix. That's when I got mad. I found a bat, and I hit her across the back. Wow. Wow. At first, I thought, oh my God, I just hit a woman. But that was not a woman. Her face, her eyes, her strength were not that of a woman. After that, she jumped down from the altar, right in front of my face, and hissed. She began to curse me and say that she was going to be with me always. She was never going to leave my side. Well, to this day, she remains by my side and she torments me. She knocks things over at my home. She hides things. Doors close on their own in my house. Just last night, I was laying down and the bed began to shake, like if it were an earthquake. But it was her, the demon. It was bad. I don't know. I tried talking to it. It's been ten years. She needs to go. I've been married for almost two years. I have two little girls. One is almost one. The other is almost three, two and a half. This thing, this demon, it has started hurting my two little girls. It scratches them. Sometimes I hear the sound of a slap. I run to my girls, and one of their cheeks is super red, as if they had just been slapped. And they swear it wasn't one doing it to the other. And it wasn't us. I feel that they can see her too. They'll be in a room on their own, and they start to cry out of nowhere. Pointing to a corner in the room, but there's nothing there. I just don't know what to do. I've tried some things to get rid of it. I was told to hire a bruja to get rid of this demon, and when she came to my house, she ended up leaving in fear. She was more scared than I was. She began doing her thing. She had set some stuff out on the table, and she had us holding hands, and began to do what seemed like incantations. I don't know. She was saying names I didn't recognize. Right after that, the, pla- the plates in our china cabinet all fell over. Then her candle started emitting a strange odor. The flames shot up and the door started opening and closing. That's when she ran out the door. I just, I don't know. It's been 10 years. I think this demon is retaliating for the aggression I showed that day. Or maybe for not letting her knock over the crucifix in church. I did hit her with a bat. It was a hard hit. <laughs> but she wasn't affected by it <laughs> at there, all. That was funny. <laughs> I did hit her with a bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wonder why she's (laughs) mad.
0: Like I said, after that, she began cursing at me, yelling all sorts of stuff, and that was no woman. There was a rotten smell. In fact, that smell is going on right now. And at this point in the call, there's bangs, like banging sounds, and then Juan Ramon tells Cesar to stay calm. And, um...
1: I would not remain calm if everything was falling. Same,
0: same. Yeah.
1: Be like, what do you mean remain calm? Like, you're not even here.
0: Keep, keep calm and cre- keep praying. That's why Ramon Science and like <laughs> freaking but out. But I feel
1: like that would agitate stuff. Like right. Praying unless you're like a priest who, or and most importantly, like uh, someone who's, I guess, if you believe in that stuff, someone who's uh, an exorcist, because not every priest is allowed to perform an exorcism. Yeah. So I'm like, unless you're like knowledgeable about what you're doing and you actually think this is a demon, I think praying would not help you with anything.
0: I agree. I definitely agree there. I think it
1: would make the situation worse. Yeah,
0: right. So now I'm just going to switch to telling the story, um, not from his point of view. So the doors at this point in the phone call, the doors are closing on their own. Like they're opening and closing. Juan Ramon tells César, stay calm. And then there's a guy that regularly, like, he gets on the phone with, and I don't know who he is still.
1: Wait, who? Juan Ramon or... or?
0: Yeah, Juan Ramon Science brings on someone on the phone.
1: I know sometimes they have, like, those uh, mediums or the priest. Yeah, I can't tell if this is
0: the priest or a medium or a combination of the two. I'm confused. And then he only calls him Maestro, so I don't know his name. What? (laughs) What? Yeah. He, I'm pretty sure that this person was also in the other phone call, the El Caso de Josue. Josue? Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. first Manopeluda case that we covered. I'm pretty sure that he's in the call or in there as well. And also, when they went to investigate the other house that I talked about. Um, oh my God, what's that house called? It's. Wow. Uh, my mind is going blink. I,
1: I think I know which one you're talking about. The one that's, that's haunted on that one street, right? Yeah, so vague.
0: <laughs> it's haunted on that I, one I, street. I know which one yeah. you're talking about. So if you go back to our episode that we had Save Your Story" podcast on, um, Jose and Katrina, it's that episode. I just can't remember the name of the house.
1: I know which house you're talking I know, about. I know you know. <laughs> I just <laughs> Like, it's that one house on that one street. And the neighbors hear the screams. Yes,
0: and they go in and, and do a whole investigation on the house. So the the same person that he's on the phone with is there is he's that's that's who he's oh. on the phone with right now. But I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Who, I don't know his name because he only refers to him as maestro. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know his name. I think he's a medium or a priest. I'm also not sure on that part. <laughs> but he mm-hmm. gets him on the. phone. I would phone. get the
1: priest on this. I'm yeah. like, you know what, medium, you're useful. Yeah, that, that's but why
0: That's priest. why I thought he was a priest <laughs> at first. But then he says some like medium like things, so I'm like, what is he? I don't know. Maybe he's a combination of the two. Point is that he gets I'm gonna be referring to him as a priest. Again, I'm not sure that he is a priest. Juan Ramon Science only calls him maestro.
1: <laughs> Weird. Which
0: is like a term of like like a friend almost. Um or a colleague. Like that's how you say use maestro. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know if he's a priest or a medium. So, but I'm going to call him priest in my notes. <laughs> so, Quandermon <laughs> Science gets the priest on the phone. And and then there's more begging sounds. He They ask Cessad if there's some sort of bed or dare that occurred way back when he played the Ouija board with his friends. And then there's like a weird feedback sound. Like the whole like mm, tone in the Ew. call. Yeah.
1: I'm going to have to listen to this afterwards. I'm going to put the link in, in the
0: show notes as well. I'm, I'm
1: not going to listen it. Like, I was like uh, listening to. Uh, yeah, don't
0: listen to it Demon at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that
1: again. <laughs> I'm doing that again. Yeah. You think I learned my last name? You didn't, I didn't no, it we never this. do. <laughs> I
0: was I was right. I was listening to this like at midnight. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's a weird feedback sound. And then the priest is like, "Sister, stay calm. And um, Cesar tells him, or Cesar, or sorry, the priest is like, Cesar, stay calm. This has already been going on for 10 years. There's no need to get scared of it. You've already been living it. Like, chill. Cesar gets back on the phone and he's like, I'm, he says he's very nervous. There's just a lot of activity going on at the moment. And the priest tells him, don't pay attention to any of that. It's been going on for 10 years. It's nothing new. Please t- tell us what happened on that night. And so Cesar uh, says, well, when I when he hit the demon, she turned around, hit him, knocked him over, and then, you know, cursed him like, uh, and says that she's always going to be by his side. The <laughs> just picture that in like a movie, and it just sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> so the the <laughs> the priest asks side if he feels that the demon is mad or was angry that day because cesar stopped her uh, it from knocking the crucifix over if maybe the demon took that as a challenge and Cesar is like yes he's, he replies yes to that maybe then the priest asks cesar what ha- what he's done to try and get rid of the demon and cesar says that he's filled his house with saint statues and they always end up broken the priest is like the statues are the least protection that you need. What you need is faith. Like the, you can have all the little monuments and statues, but they're not going to do anything if you don't believe in them. And as soon as he says that, and he finishes like that sentence, then there's like another super loud bang on the call, and Cesar so starts sounding super scared. The priest asks him what what he does to stop the activity when it starts. So not what has he's not asking what he's done during this entire ten years to stop it. Just what. What does he do when it begins, the paranormal activity? And Cesar just like, nothing. I just wait for it to end. And um, then Juan Ramon Science continues to talk with Cesar. So it's not the priest anymore. And he tells Cesar that there's a solution for everything. They're going to get him through this. And Cesar just is like, yeah, yeah. And then the priest gets back on the phone. And he asks mm-hmm. Cesar again what he's done to protect his family and himself so cesar tells him that he's tried to ask the demon to leave and the priest is like you should not do that it's giving the demon more power you should never talk to it directly you need to pretend it's not there so i don't know (laughs) i don't know how to deal with demons so i don't know if this is good advice or bad advice
1: i don't i don't even know i like i said i'd be like you know what I need an exorcist. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> none of this. You know, I'm gonna get a professional. I'm not one. I'm gonna make it worse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then Cesar repeats about how he he brought a bruja in and that she was she left running scared. She was more scared. And the um, priest is like, "Well, she was never gonna be able to help you with this." I don't know. Maybe she. Who knows? So the activities calmed down two or three days after she was there, but then it commenced again. And then Cesar was able to get a priest to go bless the house, pour holy water around, and after that it was quiet for like fifteen or twenty days. There was no activity, no paranormal activity. But it didn't stay that way. The entity began hurting Cesar's daughter daughters. And then the entire house began smelling rotten. And this is why. Then I thought maybe he was not a priest and he was a medium because he's on the phone. He's he's not there in the house with Cessad. And he says the priest says he can sense a str- strong darkness in the house. And I'm like, how can you sense that? Like priests don't do that, do they?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't even think they're allowed to, to even
0: say things like, like they're that. They're right? not
1: to post- Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was confused. <clears throat> Unless they're like a, a, a like a religious person from another. Christian branch, then maybe, but I'm not entirely sure because I know Catholics are pretty strict, and I know most branches outside of Catholicism are even stricter. So I don't Yeah, know. that's
0: why I almost suspect that it's a, a religious medium, a medium who practices but mm-hmm. also uses their religion in their yeah. mediumness. That's not a word, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: It is the word now. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he's like, I can sense a strong darkness in the house, and then uh, he tells César not to give this demon thing more strength by feeling scared. And then I d- I don't know if this happens in every like Mano Peluda episode or what, but Juan Ramón Science then mentions like his monitors um, have stopped working every time that the loud bangs occur
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: phone call and. Then the medium says um, that the the demon feels at peace at Cesar's house because it knows that it's feared. And um, he tells Cesar that he needs to get someone in the house that has the ability to drive this demon away. And I feel like at this point in the phone call, Cesar's probably like, no shit. <laughs> he doesn't say that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you think?
1: He thought it, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, then Juan Ramon asks Cesar what his family thinks of all that's happening, all the paranormal activity, all the weirdness. And uh, Cesar tells him that his mom used to live with them and she moved out because of all the activity. She said, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> and then he said that his wife is scared and they just, they don't know what to do. So Juan Ramon Sanz tells Cesar that the reason he is so affected by this is because Cesar believed the possessed women slash demon when she said she would never leave his side. So I guess they're like saying, if you had not believed it that night, 10 years ago, when you were 18, then none of this would be happening. And that sounds like victim blaming to me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, yeah, this is actually your fault, dude. <laughs> and so then um, Juan Ramón Science asks the medium slash priest whose name i don't know what cesar can do now that everything is happening he's like there's no point in talking about what you should have done what happened in the past what can you do now right so then the medium slash priest says that uh, he cesar has to have faith in god he has to not be scared And he has to remember that these entities always threaten, but they can't actually do things that they claim they can do. And they must not be believed. And all of that, to me, sounds easier said than done. Yeah. Because if I'm, like, chilling in my living room and the doors start closing and opening on their own, I'm going to be scared.
1: (laughs) I mean, yes. Like, that's, like, I don't know. Like, it's something that's hard to ignore, especially if it's, like, startling you. Yeah. Because even when there's no like paranormal activity, you something drops or someone drops like shit, and you're not looking, like you know, your kid drops something and it's really heavy, you get scared. Like, yeah. How do you ignore exactly?
0: That?
1: <laughs> Nerves of steel. No, Nah-huh. not me.
0: <laughs> um. So then, Juan Ramon, science tells Cesar not to worry for his daughters that they're going to be safe as long as he, you know, stops fearing mm-hmm. this demon and the medium slash priest agrees and they tell cesar that his entire family and him they all need to have faith they need to continue praying they need to continue to get the priest to come back and keep blessing the home and i mean it did work for 15 to 20 days so is that a, like a solution just to have someone repeatedly come and bless your house <laughs>
1: Uh, from what i know because like again when i was like researching this i was like hmm, i wonder if there's any separate stories of like demonic possession or you know whatever infestation whatever you want to call it and apparently some cases they take years years to get rid of whatever bad juju is in a home or in a oh person.
0: dear god and
1: they have to like repeatedly come like do the cleansing over and over and over again and there's not a lot of cases out there like that are confirmed i guess whatever you want to say because um the catholic church does not allow uh video Mm, like so if mm -hmm. someone's gonna if they have an exorcist they're not gonna allow video because they think it's their belief that like it could jump to a person just because video or it, not not through video but, or like they could be like really like inviting it in I see you know, yeah I've
0: heard I've heard people say like when they if someone is open to the paranormal and they watch a horror movie yeah. they have to like put extra protections up that day because like it invites things in I can't you know not that's not my personal experience I watch horror movies all the time uh, but I also don't experience things, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> well then you probably have like a stronger personality, but like could it be that? Or could like there's people there's people out there who are like legit get scared. Yeah. Like Well, I'm a little scared, I'm a little scared.
0: Bitch, dude. Like remember when I was uh, a few months ago that I was like super sleep deprived and I thought I heard something say Mama uh-huh. I was scared shitless. I didn't go in that room for like three months. <laughs> so yeah
1: you're like N-nope. this is like i love
0: N-nope. reading about demonic possessions and like demonic movies are my favorite but i'm not gonna fuck around and find out like i'm not you're not gonna catch me and like no, obviously not all you know not all ouija boards are haunted not all ouija boards are gonna invite demons in but in the movies they do so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use one
1: <laughs> Por uno nunca sabe. exactly <laughs> Like a I, I a lot of this stuff I don't believe, but I'm like, just in case exactly.
0: That is in, I'm not gonna mess me. yes, with Yes, that is me. Just, just in, in case.
1: case. Do I believe yeah. it? No. <laughs> am, Do I know everything? am I gonna, no, I gonna try and so find out? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no there's no fucking <laughs> around finding out. Not
0: not today. <laughs> not ever. Not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> so uh, oh. back to this. So um Uh, They go on a commercial break after they tell Cesar that they have to continue praying, having faith, and blessing their home. There's a commercial break, and then they come back. And Juan Ramon asks if anything happened while they were on commercial break. And Cesar says that a vase fell over, and the rotten stench is still very strong. In fact, stronger. Uh. (laughs) Juan Ramon Zayens asks Cesar if they ever place water cups behind doors um and check the water in the morning and i guess that's a thing it's like a whole uh, thing to absorb bad vibes or similar to when you break an egg and put it in the cup mm-hmm. um it's supposed to uh yeah absorb the bad energy in the home or whatever and so cesar says that they do do that every every night and then they check the water in the morning and it's dark brown
1: yeah, that's gross. Yeah,
0: so I don't know what's going on there. That's That's gotta be some dark-ass energy or someone's doing something to those cups at night. <laughs> night. I know, it's like a huge-ass prank.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh, so yeah, so gross. Like, like, going to, like, dark water, and I'm like, oh, that's like poop water (laughs) or something. That's like the first
0: thing that came to my head. Oh my god. So, uh, Juan Ramon Sainz and the medium slash priest are trying to give Cesar advice. They're like talking to each other, like, oh, you need to look for a Bible, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're just, they're talking to each other for a second, and Cesar is like completely quiet, like not making a sound. And they ask Cesar, like, hey, did something happen? Then there's like another bang, and Cesar says that the door just shut by itself, and then there was there's a loud yell, Ugh. and um, which is just it's creepy to listen to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen yeah. To this. <laughs> and so then they asked Cesar to look for a Bible and read Psalm 21. And I guess they just really love Psalm 21. I don't even remember Psalm 21 they right do. now, but they're always talking about Psalm 21. That almost makes me feel like I need to look up Psalm 21 again.
1: Um, that's what I'm doing. Psalm 21
0: did i oops, i wrote plasm <laughs> plasm 21
1: i think that's i think that's the vampire, <laughs> <laughs> the vampire. Wait, well, plasm 21
0: <laughs> let's see oh that's too long to read i want to read all of it let me see so this is in english the king shall have joy in your strength oh, lord why did i think this was different i thought this was
1: um we can't we we talked about psalm 21 in one episode i feel like uh, yeah
0: because they bring it up and when they're in el caso de josue they bring it up again they're always bringing up psalm 21 and i'm like what's the big deal with psalm 21 i need to see (laughs) what is what is why do people like it or why do they keep talking about it um god i don't want to read this whole thing should we read it i don't.
1: Oh, but doesn't like Jos- josue say that like he uses psalm 21 yeah at some point josue says as like for evil this is how i evoke
0: the the
1: the demon that does me favor <laughs>
0: mm, i mean i'm like looking through this and it's wow long. yeah
1: it's a whole prayer what do people oh there's a there's a there's a movie called psalm 21 uh psalm really 21. yeah
0: Oh, okay. So let's see. I found this thing. It's so, from a website called BibleRef dot com. Let's see. And there's a little commentary on like, what does any of this mean? So what does Psalm twenty one mean? Let's see. The assembled people accept David to overcome his enemies as thoroughly as a furnace burns its fuels. The congregation, blah 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 blah. So I guess it's like a like a, I don't know, like a fighting Defeat or some your shit. enemies <laughs>
1: or overcome your yeah yeah yeah
0: struggles yeah prayer. something like that oh okay now i'm wondering this whole time so side side story when i was you know freshly in the army Like 20, I was like, you know, still very Catholic. And I did tattoo some psalm Mm -hmm. on myself and I don't even know what psalm it is anymore. But this whole time I thought it was Psalm 21, but now I'm reading Psalm 21. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't think that's...
1: That's That's not what I got. (laughs) So I'm
0: I'm like, what the fuck? What do I have tattooed on me? What the fuck? (laughs) I can't even read it anymore. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck it says. (laughs) Blasphemy. (laughs) <laughs> no i'm never gonna i'm never gonna know anymore
1: is it okay like arrows in the hand of a warrior is it psalm 127
0: no. no it's not that i would no. i don't wow um anyway i'm the uh it's a mystery to me now i don't know what i don't know this this is see this is why you don't know, join the army super young and have unlimited amount of money to waste because then you get tattoos that you don't even know what they say later <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> You're like, I don't remember that one.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, let's back to the story. Because, um, yeah, I mean, the the, the the talk about psalms led me to that, and um, it's a psalm. I know it's a psalm, but I don't know which one anymore. Embarrassing, but yeah, whatever. It's there now, and we'll never know what it says. <laughs> yeah. No, for a second I thought maybe it was like Psalm 91, but that doesn't look familiar either.
1: I have no idea. There's like 37 verses about arrows in the Bible. So.
0: <laughs> we
1: will never know.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah, back to this. Um, so they tell him to read Psalm 21 and Psalm 91. So Juan Ramon uh, Science starts explaining why he wants to use Psalm 21. And while he's talking, Cesar whispers like she's here and it's so disturbing to hear that part of the phone call uh, that's that's, that's the part i wanted to play for you and get your like live reaction but um obviously that didn't happen I, like, but I'm, it's like, terrifying and
1: i got like I'm, I'm gonna say the 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 phrase that christina hates i have chills
0: <laughs> uh, what are they calling
1: <laughs> that was cr-
0: do they have a name in Spanish? Escalofrio? Chills? Oh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. Escalofrio. Yeah, I was like, what are goosebumps Wait, called? Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. Escalofrios.
1: Escalofrio. Or oh, piel de gallina. Piel de
0: gallina, yeah. We're going to start saying piel de gallina whenever we get scared. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't
1: sound as good. No,
0: it doesn't, huh? Yeah, Juan Ramón is like literally just saying like, Talking about Psalm, 20, Psalm 91 and why he likes both 21 and 91, right? And then he just whispers that and mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God. <laughs> and then, and it's like Quantum on Science Ugh. keeps talking. He doesn't even register it until right after uh, he says, Cesar says she's here. Then there's like really loud noises coming from Cesar's end of the call. Ugh. And then he says, Cesar says that a door flew off its hinges and fell oh hell no
1: i'd be out i would
0: hang up leave and never look back (laughs) i would go live with his mom actually because his mom left the house (laughs) (laughs) she was a smart lady she was (laughs) she left (laughs) she said "Uh -uh." uh-uh
1: she said not today
0: satan (laughs) so there's more banging and juan ramon is like what's happening and then then you hear at that at that point of the phone call, one of César's daughters walks walks in or something, and he tells her, like, you need to go, she's here, it's showing itself, and it's blah. <laughs> and then uh the medium slash priest tells Cesar that like he's giving it power right now because he's so scared. And they both the both the medium slash priest and Ramón tell César that he needs to stay calm. Uh, and then Juan Ramon Science asks for every listener that's uh, listening right now for them to pray for Cesar. And they do that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they ask Cesar to read, start trying to read the Psalm 21. And Juan Ramon and the medium slash priests are talking to each other, which they also do a lot. They're like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what they were telling each other. But then um, Cesar starts like breathing hard and like trying to pray. And um, he says that the women's there. And he keeps praying El Padre Nuestro. So our, what is that? Our dear father? Our uh, father?
1: Dear father, art thou? I don't know. I don't no, know. Just the goes. name of the I can only prayer. pray in Spanish. Yeah, the
0: name of the prayer is Padre Nuestro. So I think it's our father in English. So the medium is like, no, you need to switch to Psalm 21. I guess it's better. I don't know. <laughs> then there's like a ton of bangs. Again, there's more heavy breathing. Uh, Cesar continues to pray El Padre Nuestro. Why is he
1: on the phone, Right, though? the whole like, time. Sorry, go to the he's, church. He's trying to get
0: help, okay? <laughs> but yeah, I would hang up and, like, go to church. What can they
1: do? They're over exactly. the phone. Exactly, like, oh, yeah. Stay calm. <laughs> oh, how sad. And then um, Cesar is
0: like, she's in front of me. <laughs> and they're like, you need to ignore it. Ignore it, Cesar. And then there's more banging. And Cesar is like, she's hitting me. <laughs> Which is, I guess, mm-hmm. it's not funny. <laughs> But I'm like, wow, this just it's funny took a that. turn. Like, we're not, yeah, we're not living yeah. it. So this is at that point, I was like, I was like a little scared. And then I was like, oh wait, I don't know. This is kind of overly dramatic now. <laughs> like, why is she hitting him? Because he's trying to grab the Bible. Apparently, it's behind her. <laughs> oh my! So God. they're like, turn all the, turn the radio up, and they tell him to just turn it up as loud as he can because he's he's on the phone, but he also has the radio on. Um, with them on the radio. And so then they start praying Psalm 21 for him because he, and then he, that's why they asked him to turn the radio up all the way. And then there's like occasional, um, like deep breaths from Cesar. There's more thudding sounds. Okay. And yeah, there's more like thud sounds. Juan Ramon signs and the medium slash priest keep reading the Psalm 21. At some point Cesar cries out, she's hitting me. And the medium asks him to stop being scared. I'm like, I don't know. If something's hitting me and it's like a demon, I'm going to be freaked out. <laughs> and and he's like, You're. I'd be. Uh-huh. No, right? Yeah. No, I would have ran out. I would have ran. He's like, Stop being scared. It's, you're giving it power. They ask Cesar to take deep breaths and calm down. They remind him God is protecting him, all that, you know, all the usual. Oh,
1: well, not at that moment. <laughs> yeah, right. He's right? Smacked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's He's literally hitting like, him. What the red. fuck are you talking about? He's not about? there. He's like, you're on your own, <laughs> oh <my>
1: buddy. God <laughs> so the is like, oh, that's sad. Anyways. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so Michael. once Cesar calms down a little bit, the medium slash priest is like, you know what, Cesar, you're creating this entity with your fear. There's nothing next to you anymore. And I mean, I guess at that point, she wasn't there anymore. And, you know... I have heard people say that you can kind of like a poltergeist, where they get, yeah. yeah.
1: So I think where it's the person creating it, and then there's nothing, yeah, yeah. I think that's
0: where he's going with this, and then Cesad is like, well, she seems so real. She looks seventy five with long gray hair, so that's why the phone call seemed funnier to me because then it's like this old lady hitting him as he's trying to grab a Bible.
1: <laughs> she's like smack. Yeah, smack. but she's a
0: she's an old lady demon. <laughs> so then uh the the medium slash priest tells him again like she's not real you're creating this entity with your fear and your energy like a poltergeist and Juan Ramon science agrees and he says that we can't um you can't notice these entities you, you have to try and not notice these entities because next thing you know you've given it so much power and, and you don't even know it until they have that power to like then start physically doing things to you. And so the medium slash priest tells Cesar that he can't wait for the activity to start again, that him and his whole family needs to start praying and having faith again. Um, and then they do give him a phone number to, for him to contact someone locally that can go to his house to help him in person, so not just them on the phone. So they they do help a little bit after, like... (laughs) And then Juan Ramón asks César if the smell is still there. And César says, yes, it's still here and it's stronger. Then there's a bang and the call hangs up. And that's where it ends. Uh. (laughs) So uh, César, hopefully he's okay. (laughs) That's terrifying. Yeah, it was an entertaining, scary phone call for sure. There's a lot of people that say mano peluda phone calls are all, all, are all actors. Either way, it's fun to listen to. It's a good scare. So, <laughs> yeah, it is a good scare. Um. So yeah, that is el caso de Cesar.
1: I would not be dealing with that shit for ten years. Tell you that.
0: Yeah. Same. Um. So yeah, this is a good time to end because my child is playing with quarters right underneath my microphone. <laughs>
1: All right, sounds good. So
0: we'll just skip spooky recommendations because he's making too much noise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't have one this week anyway. Oh, good, it's okay. then
0: perfect. Um, and but but before we go, just a reminder, everyone, that if you're listening to this when it comes out, so in July, no, this is gonna come out in August. Yeah, so August twentieth, we're having a movie night, six p.m. Pacific time. It's gonna be Madres, it's an Amazon original. It's starting Tenoch Huerta yeah Ooh. yeah yeah so if you want to watch a movie with us and participate in the chat you can make an account on Twitch it's free uh, if you don't want to chat you just want to watch you don't need an account you just need the account to follow me and chat in the um, little chat window but it's, it's gonna play the movie on mm-hmm. Twitch and then um you're gonna me see you're gonna see me in a little corner watching the movie <laughs> Carmen might watch with me <laughs> friend, friend of the podcast Carmen might watch with me because she's gonna be visiting.
1: I might join if my kids let yeah, me. Yeah, um,
0: if anything, I don't know how to make it so that two people are watching. So, um, you can just watch along. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be the only one on camera because I don't know how to make it in the chat. Let <laughs> me know here, when guys. you're there. <laughs> <laughs> MJ's here, I swear.
1: <laughs> it's me, <Yeah>. MJ.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna watch that, and we're gonna I'm gonna try and do these monthly. We'll see what happens, cause yeah, like we said last time, life happens. <laughs>
1: yeah (laughs) Um, and then
0: oh one more thing we also have a discord i keep forgetting to use it but it's there so that's just where a place where you can chat with us another place you can chat with us oh my god i forgot to check it
1: (laughs) i haven't i haven't been on discord since Since you uh, made the account account. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, so yeah it's a discord for everyone that's part of the Cultivate network so read it on wiki i've been in one of their episodes they're great guys um yield crime we Mm were we just did an episode with them Oh my god, that was so that funny. was fun. Weird Distraction Podcast, a bunch of podcasts. Um, so yeah, it's the Discord for the network, and then each podcast has their own little channel. And if you want to chat with us, um, about the episode, about any movies you're watching, anything, um, yeah, join it. The it's gonna be linked in the show notes. And yes, that is everything. Um, and uh, I guess that if you're playing the Ouija board. At 18 with a group of your friends uh, just be respectful of that Ouija board yeah um, and don't hit demons in the back with bats
1: yeah they all hold a grudge
0: for years <laughs> decades,
1: decades.
0: <laughs> literal decades yes
1: <laughs> literal decades they have nothing no. to do they're literally like thousands yeah, of years old yeah this is to probably kids. fun they're for way- them <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah stay a spooky and we will catch everyone next time bye bye thank you so much to our spooky supporting us on patreon melida janie michelle monica winston modesto cynthia perla Jessenia, Kristen, dahlia mariela renee iris ghost train and madtown charity your support means the world to us and if you want to join the Patreon and get bonus episodes, monthly goodies in the mail, and more, go over to patreon.com/spookytales. A Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, produced and edited by Christina, and is a proud member of the Cultivate Network. For more podcasts on the network, check out cultivatepodcastnetwork.com. Don't forget to check out our a Spooky merch. We have a Spooky shirts. We have No Mamas shirts. And we have a cool hat that I just added. It's like a baseball hat, not like a hat hat. Um, we also have a beanie in there. And they just say a Spooky on there. But I'm a big fan of the hat. It says a Spooky in old English letters. And I love it. I wear it every day. Not because I want to go around repping the podcast. But it's comfy. It's a great hat. You can go to SpookyTails.com store. I'm always adding new designs. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and share this with in a spooky friend.